What a mighty God we serve. You may be seated tonight. I'm going to preach for a few minutes. You know, at the back, I, I don't normally, uh, the guys always tell me I forget to talk about some of the things we have that I know will bless your life. We have a message that I preached in the Bay Revival called Candy Cane Religion. I woke up one morning, the Lord gave me a clear picture. I dreamt of a candy cane. How many know what a candy cane is? The candy cane originally came from Europe. I looked into it, it came into America and they began to use it at Christmas time. The reason they used to put the red bands in, it was to depict the blood of Jesus, the blood of Christ. They also shaped it like a staff for the shepherd. But also they used to turn it for the J of Jesus. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to preach to my people and tell them no longer, no longer will candy cane religion see them through the night hour. See, I want to tell you there's a sugar-coated gospel that has been preached in America. There's been a congregation that have cried out, give me the sugar. Just tell me what I want to know. Tell me that everything's okay. Give me the sugar. So then we have Christians that want spiritual highs all the time. They want to be told that they're going to drive Ferraris and have mansions and everything's going to be sugar, sugar. Give me the sugar. But I want to tell you the first thing that God destroys is candy cane religion. When revival begins to break out, he takes the sugar off. You know, I want to tell you, the doctors always say to you, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. I want to tell you right now, that is a lie from hell. I'm telling you, we've tried to put the sugar on the gospel that it appeals to the world. And instead, our churches are being emptied rather than being filled. I say we get back to preaching about the blood again and calling for holiness. Who wants candy cane religion? The fire of God. On here, you know, we, I remember the night I preached this in the Bay Revival. There was a man named um, Sid Roth. He came in. He was in the revival. And Sid Roth, uh, he was sat on the front row. And I was preaching on the fire of God in the revival. And the fire of God fell on that man. <laughs> Big time. He went from the revival and, I mean, he was laying hands on anybody that moved. He called the ministry and said, listen, we want to we show fire of God on our show. And uh, literally this message, I mean, literally went around the world. And I know we've had so many testimonies of the fire of God touching lives. This got my testimony on it and just what God began to do by His Spirit in my life. I want the gentleman in the green with his arms folded. I want you to take this, my brother. Would you take that? Are you ready? Glory to God. Just before I begin to bring God's Word tonight, and I feel the glory of God already in this place. How many feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost tonight? On here is an MP3 player. It's 
got 11 of the Bay Revival sermons on it, 11 of the messages that have been preached, famous last words, final follower, final countdown, fire of God, it's in my DNA, let no one steal your crown, Lord don't rock my boat, overthrown, the arrows of the Lord's deliverance, the cloak of darkness, the door standing open. If you know anybody, is there any evangelists in here tonight? Okay. In fact, wait a minute. I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you one of these. I'll give you one. If you see this man here in the jacket, he's going to give you one. I need a young, young evangelist right now. I'm talking, this guy here at the back with your hand raised with the arm. Come here right now quickly. Close your eyes. Father, let this message ignite his life. Fill him with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Father, let him never be the same again. I pray he will shake nations for God. That he will be used mightily by the power of the Holy Ghost. Give Jesus a mighty shout of praise. I want to preach the message tonight that may be strong, but I know that the Spirit of God is going to anoint it. For anybody that's watching online right now, don't you turn that channel. Don't you do anything. I believe God's going to touch you in your home. I want to tell you night after night after night around the world, people watching in their homes, the power of God fills the miracles. I mean deliverance. We've seen people that are bound in witchcraft, all manner of things. Just by the way of somebody watching through a computer, I want to tell you to the Spirit of God, there are no walls. He can touch you right where you are. I want you to turn to the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians chapter 2, I'm going to read from verse 8. To me who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. To the intent, everyone say intent, that now, everyone say now, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to principalities and powers in heavenly places according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Then I want you to turn to the book of Ephesians chapter 6. One of my favorite scriptures of all time. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Oh, glory to God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. 
but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having, your, having girded your waist with truth, having put on, hallelujah, glory to God, the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, above all, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints, and for me that utterance may be given for me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador. Everyone say ambassador. In chains. Say it again. Ambassador. In chains. Then in it I may speak boldly, as I ought to speak. Holy Spirit, I pray as I preach your word that you would fill my mouth. Lord, let the glory that was in this place earlier come again in might and in power. For those that are far from you, Lord, may their hearts be drawn back. May there be repentance. May there be healing, deliverance, signs and wonders. Lord, let your fire fall upon every head in Jesus' mighty name. And the people of God shouted, Amen. I don't know what your background is tonight. I don't know where you're from. I don't know whether your family was a good family. I don't know whether you were brought up in a godly environment. I don't know you and you maybe don't know me. But I want to tell you tonight that no matter what your background is, no matter where you are from, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. I see so many in a generation today. Many come to me. It doesn't matter what, how old they are anymore. It doesn't matter whether they're educated. It doesn't matter whether their family had all the wealth that they needed. There are men and women that I meet every day. Their life has no purpose. There's a darkness on their lives. My friend, I want to tell you right now, young people, listen to this evangelist. Don't you play with the devil. Don't dance with him. Don't think because you go to church every Sunday that you suddenly, there's a license for you that you can live another life. I meet young people all the time, pastors' kids, church kids, just like I was. You see, I've been there. I've done it. I sat on the back rows just like you young people, distracted, pretending that I'm not preaching to you. Well, young people, I'm in your face tonight. I'm coming for you. You better get ready. 
I used to sit on these back rows. Thinking I knew better. Thinking that I knew something that everybody in this place did not know. Even as a young man, I was going to live my life. I was arrogant, prideful. I used to laugh. Even at my daddy preaching. You see, when I thought no one was watching, somebody was watching. Satan had already aimed his darts into my life. All he got to do was draw me out. Draw me out of the atmosphere where God dwells. Draw me out of that place of safety. By the time I was 18, I was involved in drugs and alcohol. I know you see a preacher today in a suit. But young people, I've been in places you would never, ever, ever want to be as long as there's breath in your body. I was arrogant enough to think that I could serenade with the enemy, serenade with sin, play with the things of the world. And I didn't realize it, that as I serenaded the enemy, as the devil drew me out, he was wrapping me in chains. I tell people in the church all the time, man, There's a thing in America, it's like a cancer. And I'm not attacking America, but I will preach you the truth. One thing you will find with me is I will not be afraid to preach it how it needs to be preached. But there's a cancer in America. In the United Kingdom, we are a lost generation. We are in darkness. But in America, there's something like a cancer. People go to church on a Sunday in their masses. They put on their suits. They take their Bible that they've not read all week. They've not prayed all week. They go to church because their mommy went, their daddy went. That's what you do. But they still serenade with sin. Young people, I used to lay in bed at night. I used to lay in bed at night. So bound with addiction, I could hardly breathe. I used to lay in bed at night and think if this is life, if this is what it's all about, I'm sadly disappointed. See, young people, there were nights that I fell so into darkness that the enemy literally tried to take my life. 
If it wasn't for the grace of Jesus Christ and the blood that was crying out, I would be dead long ago. When the fire of God got a hold of me, I suddenly realized the atmosphere that I'd been living in. The darkness that my life had been in. There are times when the power of God falls in a service. I can look across a congregation and it's if certain people, they sat there with a cloak over them. I see darkness on their lives. Darkness. We got preachers across America preaching how good everything is. And I want to tell you, I preach the glory of God. I preach the gospel. I preach joy and peace. But I want to tell you right now, there is an atmosphere that is over America that needs to be broken. And it will only be broken by the power of the Holy Ghost. Nowhere in the body of Christ does it teach us to be sleepy. To be a people that have no spiritual revelation. Jesus said, be watchful, be alert. Know the hour in which you stand. America, you don't have to be the greatest discerning man or woman to turn on your news and know that something's happening in the world today that we've never seen before. What is happening in America, politically, economically? What is happening in Europe right now? The fall of the euro. What you see going on in Egypt. You think that this is coincidence? The atmosphere is changing. Why? Because the stage is being set for the Antichrist to take his place. See, I know we thought it was fun. But this ain't no game. We're not called just to sing songs. We're not called just to fill pews. You were chosen for such an hour as this. You were called. I know this is news to some of you. I thank God for Azusa Street. I thank God for the Welsh Revival. I thank God for Smith Wigglesworth. I thank God for all the greats. But they have died. They have run their race. Where are you? Where is the witnesses of Christ in this generation?
It's midnight. It's midnight. The Bible says at midnight, the cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. What you're seeing is the rise of that spirit of Antichrist. People say, are you, are you in the revival river? Oh, give me a break. Give me a Pentecostal break. What river are you in? What are you talking about? Revival is not an option. I said revival is not an option. Either there's revival or America shall be lost. Revival is not a tingle down your spine. Revival is when the glory of God invades earth, changes the atmosphere and multitudes turn back to Christ. The blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk. I decided long ago, I don't listen to preachers that talk about it. I want to hear preachers that are doing it. When the revival broke out, I was shocked on how many people called me and told me that I was doing revival wrong. The Spirit of God used to silence me and said, don't you respond to them. But what I wanted to say is my brother, my sister, I'll take a back seat. Let's see what you're going to do. These people have never seen revival. They wouldn't know revival if he came and slapped them between the eyes. But you see, we're called to change the atmosphere. Jesus said in the last days, lawlessness shall abound. And the love of many will grow cold. America, I'm not getting into politics but I want to tell you right now, when America said to God, get out of our schools, let me tell you what spirit took over, the spirit of lawlessness. That is what's happening in schools. That's why children are being shot. It's not because of anything else. Because the Bible says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. I want to tell you right now, that addiction in your life, that bondage in your life, don't you blame your daddy, don't you blame your mommy. That is a spirit that's in your life that God wants to break from you right now. We told God, get out of our schools. And when you tell God to back up, the atmosphere begins to change. Lawlessness. There's a lawlessness upon a generation. I see young people right now. 
Look around you. I'm telling you, church, listen to me. I say to my team all the time, if you ever think that I'm becoming an itinerant minister, you get me out. You pull me out by the leg. You grab any pot, you just drag me out. Because I'm not in this to be an itinerant ministry. I don't want meetings. I want to see lives changed. I want to win souls for God. I want to see atmospheres change. I want to see darkness into light. I want to see the fire of the Holy Ghost. I remember I would go into parts of Africa. Pastor, this is true. I would go into parts of Africa and there would be a delegate of pastors that would sit to me and say, Evangelist, you're a young man. You're a young man. We need to explain something to you. This place is dark. This place, their children are schooled in witchcraft. In this place, there are no churches. I know you're young and you're zealous and you, you've got enthusiasm, but we need to warn you. I used to look at them with a smile on my face, but a fire in my belly. I would look at them and I'd say, my brothers, God bless you. Close your eyes right now. I would say in Jesus' mighty name. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We're going to take it by force. I saw God change atmospheres. Children that were schooled in witchcraft. You saw in those videos demons in mass being literally cast out, not by single laying on of hands. I mean by the deliverance of the Holy Ghost, the way that he does it in mass, in a field. Every devil was terrified. See, we're called to change the atmosphere. People don't want to preach about the blood of Jesus anymore. In America, in a Western world, we want the Starbucks generation. Let's go to church, have a coffee, we'll have a chat. See you next week. I love Starbucks, yum, yum, yum. But I'm telling you right now, I want the glory and the fire of God. I want the presence of God to change the atmosphere of my life. Oh, glory to God. I said glory to God. Can I preach to you? Can I really preach to you? Church, when we tell the world that we all worship the same God, but just in different ways, when we tell the world 
that well, they worship Buddha and they worship Muhammad and we worship Jesus. It's all the same God. We just worship in different ways. Let me tell you what you tell the devil. You tell every principality and every power to take over that region. You tell your families to go into bondage. I want to tell you right now, and I say to anybody that's watching online, I do not worship Buddha. I do not worship Muhammad. I worship Jesus Christ, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. The only way, the only truth, the only life. Give Jesus a mighty shout of praise. Give Jesus a mighty shout of praise. My, 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 my. Power of God right now. When God saved me, when he saved you, he put the spirit of God in you. He didn't put the Spirit of God in you just so you could cut a bashanda. He made you a witness. See, my friend. The Spirit of God came to the church in Revelation and he said this. He said, there are few in Sardis that have not defiled their robes. They shall walk with me. My friend, God has called you to be set apart. God has called you to be holy. You can't look like the world, smell like the world, talk like the world, and call yourself a Christian. You wonder why the atmosphere in your home is oppressive? I'm hearing a message being preached today that is bringing an atmosphere of bondage, not of freedom. 
I'm hearing preachers that preach about the grace of God like it's some wishy-washy, live how you want to live, do what you want to do, it's all okay, we're all going to heaven. No, no, no. You can't live how you want. There are young men in here tonight that you're playing with sin. I know it in my heart. And you wonder why the atmosphere in your life, you never feel the freedom that comes from Christ. The reason is there's a doorway that the devil can access any time he wants. You're going to close it. You're going to let the blood of Jesus seal that door and never open it again. Called to change the atmosphere. You know, Paul said we're an ambassador. Right in the middle of the revival. I went home with my wife. We just got married. I had some meetings in the United Kingdom right in the middle of the revival. I was coming back into Atlanta. My wife went through the citizen line. I went through the foreign line. I got to the gate and the woman said, I've been waiting for you. I thought, that doesn't sound good. For five hours, they interrogated me and then refused me entry into the United States. I felt like the enemy was fighting me, like you ain't coming in here. After months of fighting and getting lawyers involved and I finally had a meeting at the American Embassy in London. And I went to London and I stood in the gate at London and I entered into the American Embassy. When I entered into the American Embassy, the gentleman who was one of the guards, one of the immigration officers, he took away my UK passport. He said to me, you need to understand that you are no longer under British rule. Even though you are on English soil, you are under American rule while ever you are in this jurisdiction. British law no longer meant anything to me. I was now under another law. I suddenly realized that as long as I was in this area, everything that America represented, everything that America was, everything that America had in its constitution applied within the borders of the perimeter. See, my friend, that's what God does by his fire in your life. 
That's what you are. You're not of this world. You're of the kingdom of God. Sickness. Bondage. Hold the strongholds of hell. When you stay in the border, the hedge of God's protection, you will change the atmosphere. The atmosphere will not change you. See, there's an hour in which we live that God wants to raise up men and women to change whole nations for God. We're living in an hour where atmospheres are ruling generations. I would go into places in Africa where they would bring me children, all deaf and dumb. I would see things that were just not normal. Bondages that weren't just on one person, but across whole generations. And I realized that through sin, the enemy has a right to take a generation. Let me tell you, my friend, you play with sin, you are giving the devil right to steal and kill you. Your spiritual life will be dead. How are going to these regions where Satan would have a right to take strongholds? And the Spirit of God would say to me, preach the blood. Preach about the blood of Jesus. And as I preached about the blood, I would hear demons crying out in that field. You see, what I didn't understand is, I'm an ambassador for Jesus Christ. You see, when the devil sees you, when he sees me, he doesn't see us. He sees the one who dwells within us. The Bible says that he became sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. I have a right to say to the devil, let them go. See, Jacksonville needs to be shaken by the glory of God. There are people in here tonight that you've been called to change the atmosphere of your home. To change the atmosphere of your family. You've been called, some of you, to be evangelists that will go into regions and shake whole regions. Not because they want you to, but because the one who's inside of you sends you there with a commission to say, change that atmosphere.
I feel the fire of God right now. See, young people, I want to ask you a question. What atmosphere do you live in tonight? Is it an atmosphere of darkness? Or is it an atmosphere where the Spirit of God dwells within your life? See, God's called me and called you to carry the fire of God to the nations of the world. See, you can't give what you don't have. Come here, my brother. What's your name? Ephraim. You want the fire of God? Close your eyes. Give me your hand. See, you can't give what you don't have. But you see, when the fire of God's on your life, Whoever comes into that contact, their atmosphere is changed. The atmosphere that you walk under will set the temperature of those around you. Come here. I break that from your life right now. Come here, my sister. Come here. Praying the Holy Ghost all over this place right now. Jesus. See, I believe I've come here to ask the Lord to ignite a fire that's going to bring the burning and fire of revival. That's what you've been crying for. I want to tell you when revival comes, the atmosphere changes in your life. Priorities change. Come here right now. Jesus. See, I could give a big altar call right now, but I'm not going to. I don't feel to. There are people right now that your heart's pounding because God is dealing with you right now. Literally, if you can, begin to play right now. Begin to play quickly. Bring this young girl in the green right now. Come here. Begin to play. Leader is able to begin to play right now. Close your eyes, young lady. Use her, Lord. Use her for your glory. I'm breaking through right now. I'm breaking through tradition. I'm waiting for somebody with a cry inside. 
that's hungry for God. Bring that woman to me right now. Put your eyes on Jesus. find that the Spirit of God is just going about to change this whole atmosphere. You're going to feel the glory of God begin to come on you. Pastor, I feel the Lord directing me specifically tonight just to do what I'm doing. Is that okay? You see, I feel like this church has known the anointing of the Holy Ghost. But I feel the Lord's telling me that He wants to deposit something permanently permanently and you see God does not deposit anything in buildings God does not deposit anything in buildings he deposits it in people Jesus 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 to me right now in this section here there are three people three people that are hooked on medication drugs there are three people in this section just here that are hooked on medication drugs if you come here right now the Lord will set you free my brother come here come here there's more there's more There are three people that you're addicted to medication drugs. Get out of your seat. Get out of your role right now. God's going to set you free. Don't be afraid. Fire! Close your eyes. Lift your hands right now. Free! Free! Come on, my sister. Come on, right now. Come on. I command that to loosen, let her go right now. I command the peace of God 
I command the atmosphere to change over her life. Where there is darkness, there shall be light. In Jesus' mighty name. Come here, my sister, right now. Break every bondage in her life right now. Right now. Build! Build! Power of God's falling right now. And I want to tell you there are spectators in this place tonight. People that are just spectators. And I want to call you. You're not called to be a spectator. You know when I came to Christ? <laughs> if I saw the anointing falling like this, you'd need you and whose army to stop me from receiving the Holy Ghost. Close your eyes. Do you believe Jesus can break that? Do you believe Jesus can set you free? Cancer! I curse you in Jesus' mighty name. Go! Holy Ghost all over this place right now. Do you want revival? I said, do you want revival? Then this is your moment right now. Let the fire of God invade this place. Let the glory of God change you right now. I need you by my side at all times. Come here right now. Quickly. Close your eyes. Jesus. It's the fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire! Church. I tell you right now, I feel the glory of God. But there's a silence in this place that needs to be broken tonight. There's a wall of ceiling, of silence that needs to be broken right now. Fire! The power of the Holy Ghost.
Father, bring him here right now in the yellow shirt. This is how revival breaks out. You gotta let the power of God break out. You gotta let the anointing do what it's supposed to do. You see, God will only ever respond to your response. there are people still here today power of God's coming in right now and people are still stood there praying the Holy Ghost right now all over this place you'll find the glory of God just begin to invade all over this place that entire row, the guy with the striped shirt, the lady with the pinstripe, the lady in the purple, the lady in the black and white, the lady in the black and the gentleman with the glasses, all come here right now, quickly, quickly right now. Quickly, right now. 
hands. There's the glory of God right now. Join hands. Join hands. Join your hands. Join your hands. Join your hands. Join hands. Holy Ghost. Fire! 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 Bring her here, bring her here. Fire! Come on right now. 